Matthew chapter 14. By the way, we're in a series. Calm before the storm. Stoked about it. And however you came in here today, oh, let's just get started. Calm before the storm. Good stuff. Matthew chapter 14, verse 25 says, shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them. Now, can I just be a real video nerd in all of this? I believe Jesus did it right before dawn because he wanted that sunset lighting, the golden hour, just in case anybody had their video camera out getting ready to film this thing. This is Jesus walking on the water, so I'm sure he thought of that. He said, there's an hour of golden light that I need to get. And so he was waiting for that sunset to come down. So just a side note, this is Elijah note, but I, I know that's why God was doing it. He wanted to be real pretty. You feel me? You don't feel me. So shortly before dawn, right as the golden hour was happening, Jesus went out to them walking on the lake, just taking a stroll on the lake. No big deal, right? Taking a walk on water. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost. It's a ghost. They said and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. Don't you love when Jesus confirms who he is in our life? I love that. And when we're in the middle of fear and we're in the middle of our understanding, Jesus says, hold on, come out of your understanding for a second. Come into my understanding because I am that I am. I am your Savior. I'm the Lord. I'm here with you. So don't go into your understanding of fear and your understanding of frustration, your understanding of doubt. Get out of that understanding. Come into my understanding and know who I am. I am Jesus. I am the Savior of the world. I'm the King of kings. I sit on the throne. My say goes. I am Jesus. So he said, don't be afraid. It is I. Your king, it is I, don't be afraid. And this is Peter, Peter's crazy. Now Peter's sitting in the boat with all of the other guys. Now you have to get this, this is a big part of the story. Hey, I need some help. Zay, would you mind going to get me two boards from up there, dude? I'm sorry, in the chaos, I totally forgot. Yeah, you're the man, he's the man. He's my brother, I'm partial, but I love him. And he looks good too. Eye candy, eye candy. <laughs> you need some eye candy, and then you need some wisdom. That's how we come together. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I only said that because he's out of the room. And live stream's not working, so we're good. You know what I mean? We're good. No proof. No proof. Y'all shut up, okay? Okay? Wife's out of the room, too. This was just perfect. All right, cool. Um... <laughs> so Peter's sitting with the boat with other guys that have been following Jesus. So I want you to get that, that you might be in a church full of other people that are following Jesus. And in the middle of Jesus walking on the water, doing the best demonstration, it was Peter that got frustrated with sitting in the boat watching Jesus move. What? Peter's messed up. He's like, Jesus, is that you? You walking on the water? This is crazy. And I'm sure he's looking at everybody else. He's like, are we just going to sit here? Ain't no way we're going to sit in the boat and watch Jesus have all the fun. Oh, dude, look at me. He's the man. Get up here, eye candy boy. Get up here so they can look at you. Look at your muscles. and He's lost some weight, too. Thank you, sir. I love it. 
I mean, you didn't have to put it right there in the middle, but that, that's okay. I'll just move it. I have to do everything around here, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just playing. So Peter's sitting there, and he's frustrated. He's like, man, I, I can't just sit here. He goes, Lord, if that's you, bid me to come. This is a crazy thing, and you got to put yourself in his boat because we always read Scripture, and we read right past it. We don't really understand the context of what's going on right there. But me and Ashley were talking about it. We're like, okay, just, just put this in your brain. Put another scenario because these days, you know, we probably wouldn't be out on a boat, and Jesus wouldn't call us on the water. Maybe we'd be up on, like, a rooftop, or, or maybe we'd be, you know, by a window or something, and we see Jesus floating on the air coming at us, right? And Jesus is walking on the air, breaking the physics, the laws of physics. He's breaking them. And then we have it in us to say, well, I want to do that too. And Jesus says, okay, come. Would you step out of a window? I mean, really? There's nothing there? Just there? But would you trust Jesus enough to say, yeah, okay. Okay, because I always read the scripture and I'm like, okay, you know, Peter, if he's sunk, that's cool. He can swim. Now, they didn't swim back then. <laughs> they didn't have swimming pools. You fished because you were brave. So walking on water was just like, if I go, I'm sinking and I'm drowning. I mean, think of this. This is Peter. He's a fisherman, right? He's a fisherman. And he gets scared with some waves. He gets scared because he's sinking. This isn't no Navy SEAL. This isn't no Navy man that's like, I can take this wave. I will, I will swim. I will be good. No, he's, he's crying out to Jesus when he starts to sink. Jesus, save me! Think about it. So would you step out on the air? Would you do something so crazy? Because Jesus bids you to come. And so Peter, he's walking. He's walking on the water. Jesus says, come. He says, okay, I'm coming. So Peter gets out of the boat, and I want you to catch this because Peter was the only one who got out of the boat. There were still some others back there just watching him, and I'm sure they were talking to him. Peter, what are you doing? You know you can't swim. Peter, this is crazy. You're going to walk on water? Do you know, did you pass like third grade? Water's a liquid. Ice is a solid. Wait till it's cold, you know? Like, uh, get something in your brain, man. This is crazy. And Peter's just so frustrated with just sitting there. He says, I got to go. I got to go. So he gets out of the boat and he starts walking. And all of a sudden, his eyes start catching the waves, start catching the storm. And all around him, all of a sudden, the peace that he had in Jesus becomes the chaos he sees all around him. And in the chaos, he starts to sink. And so Peter, as he's sinking, he's crying out, Jesus, save me. Jesus comes and rescues him like he always does. Because Jesus will never let you drown. He might let you sink a little bit to get you awake. But Jesus will never let you drown. I remember when we were teaching Zion how to walk, he was a little chubby kid. He's thinned out a little bit, but he was a little chubby kid, and he was about, I think he was about one and a half, almost two, and uh, I, I remember as a dad, I would hold both of his hands, stand him up, and get him ready to walk, 
And I would, I would give him a little, you know, pull of his hands. And he would, you know, do this. To, and then he would, poof, right back down on his butt. It was like his comfort zone. His butt was cushy. Especially with some diaper on, you know. So every time I would pick him up, I'd get him ready. And I would, I would push him to go, come on, come on, you can do it, buddy. Right down, poof, right on his butt. I'm like, oh, man, come on. Come on, because as a dad, I knew he was made to walk. I knew he was made to soar. I knew he was made to run. He's a boy. Boy's got to run, jump, climb, do all this stuff. I know what's coming, and yet he is so stuck in his comfort zone of sitting on his butt. And I'm as dad, I'm like, I know you are able to do this. I know you are. I know that's how our Father does in heaven. And Jesus holds our hand and he and he stands us up. And he says, "You can do this. You can do this." And we say, "No, Jesus, hold on. No. Woo! That was scary. Did you see that? I was standing." Jesus said, hold on, let's try this again. Let me push you. Let me push you. Let me challenge you. And he raises us up, and we start to get wobbly. We're like, oh, this is uncomfortable. This doesn't feel right. It feels better when I'm sitting. Okay. Woo. Feel way better. Comfort zone. That hurts when you don't have a diaper on. Maybe I should have taken off his diaper. It would have helped him real fast. But I remember the day. I remember the day. And I had a video, and I couldn't find it. I was going to show you. I remember the day Zion started standing up and holding on to things, right? Everything was go over to the couch, stand up, crawl over to the table, stand up, hold it, crawl over to the refrigerator, stand up, hold the refrigerator, you know, everything. So one day we're sitting there, we're about to watch The Voice. Y'all like The Voice? I like me some voice. Uh, Adam Levine, he's, he's sexy. So he is. Oh, man. I'm like, I want tattoos like that. It looks cool. So... But anyway, so like we're standing there, we're about ready to go in. I'm like, baby, you ready to go watch The Voice, you know, get some Adam in our lives? And she's like, yeah, let's do it. So we're about ready to go in. All of a sudden, Zion's at the refrigerator. He lets go. He's standing there for a second. And then he not only walks, he runs. He bolts. He comes right to me. I'm like, Woo! where's my phone? Where's my phone? You know, right as you need the phone, it's not anywhere to be found. So I'm running, I'm grabbing the phone. I'm like, ah, do it again, do it again. He's running now. He's, he's all over the, you couldn't stop him. And I'm thinking inside as a father, I'm so proud. I'm like, you were meant to run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You weren't meant to sit. No, no, no. And I wrote that song and it just came to me. <laughs> I put it in an album. We're selling it out in the foyer. Make sure you grab it. Good stuff. I was so proud of him as a, as a dad because I knew that's what he was meant to do. He wasn't meant to sit and crawl and get in his comfort zone. He was meant to soar. He was meant to go after the things of life with everything that I had already known was inside of him. And that's how Jesus looks at you. He's given everything you need inside so that he can get everything out of you. He's already put it there. You already have the strengths. You already have the abilities. You already have the talents. You know why I know that? Because Jesus, before you even thought of or conceived, he knit you together in the womb. He said, angels, yo, come here. Give me that thread, the one thread, the creativity thread. Bring that here. Oh, I like this one. Let's put a little creativity into him. That's good, that's good, that's good. Yo, 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 angels, angels, I'm going to need some stubbornness. You got that stubbornness spool? 
Bring the stubbornness, spool. I'm gonna need that. Okay, we're gonna use this. Oh, this girl's gonna be on fire. Ain't nothing gonna stop this girl because when I get in her, she's gonna be stubborn to get my kingdom here on earth. You see what I'm doing, angels? You see what I'm doing? I'm creating her for this. I'm putting things inside of her and guess what? The world's not gonna understand it. They're gonna say, what the crap with this girl? But this girl's gonna change the nations. Woo! And then, woo! Oh, man! I love it! I love it! And he says, angels, hold on. We're gonna make them human, so give me a little fear. I need a little fear because I need them to get out of their own understanding and grab onto me. Because if they have no fear and they have no doubt of anything, then they'll never rely on me and I am the agent of change. I am the agent of change and if they don't rely on me, nothing's going to get done. They're just going to be this stubborn, cocky, arrogant person. Can't have that. Give me a little fear. Give me a little fear. Give me a little doubt. I need a little doubt. Come on. Come on, because they're going to have to rely on me. When they get on that water and they start to look at the waves and they see, they see the storm, they're going to have to yell my name. Jesus, I need you. That's it. Boom. Plan complete. Now I'm involved. And now when Jesus is involved, nothing can stop you. Did you, have you ever heard that scripture? When God is for you, who can be against you? That's right. That's what I stand on. Woo! I am amped up. I'm so sorry. I, I had a Red Bull today, and I feel great. Oh, man. Woo, baby. Hey, if you sit, I just wrote this down. I'm sorry. I got to say, if you sit too long, we will put back on the shelf what God dis wants to put on the display of the main stage. As long as you stay in the boat, you're going to shelf what God wants to display. Stop shelfing his greatness in you. Stop it. I'm just so scared. Get out of the shelving area. As long as you're sitting in the back room with the shelving people, you will take on the shelving people's mindset. Get yourself around some display people. Get yourself around some leaders who are doing something. When you get around them, all of a sudden they start to wear off and you're like, this ain't bad. In fact, I'm gonna do a little jig in the display. What, you know what I mean? <laughs> you start to feel confident and good. Man, I'm spitting all over the place, I'm sorry. You start to get confident in it because you're around the right people. And so Peter, in the midst of a bunch of losers, disciples, if you're watching, I'm sorry. And the bunch of a, a bunch of wieners that's sitting in the boat saying, I don't want to get out. I'm scared. Peter was like, I can't stand for this. I can't just watch Jesus do this miraculous thing before me. I got to get out of the boat. And I have to walk on water. So Jesus, if it's you, bid me to come. In the midst of your storm, you have to draw from the calm moments when Jesus spoke to you. You have to draw from those calm moments. And Peter's moment was the moment that Jesus looked into his eyes and he said, Simon, I know the world has called you Simon, called you Pebble, Little Pebble. Well, that's real good for your manly structure. <laughs> I know the world has called you Simon, but I'm calling you Peter, Rock. And on you, 
I will build my church. And the gates of hell cannot come against you. Whatever you do, I will be with you. Nothing will be impossible. The gates of Hades cannot stand against you. They cannot keep the movement that I'm about to do through you out. Peter, you are it. You are the man of the hour. Woo! Could you imagine if Jesus were talking to you like that? I mean, what a moment. What a moment. Your whole life you thought you were a pebble. And all of a sudden the Savior of the world's looking at you and saying, Peter, actually you're the, you're the denominator that's going to change. I don't even know if that's right. I'm homeschooled. But you're, you are the piece of the puzzle that this world needs because I'm going to build my church on you. And in Peter's moment of getting his name changed, he had that calm moment. And in the midst of your storm, you have to rely on the calm moments when Jesus spoke to you to go back to that moment and remember, I am Peter, I am the rock, and God will build his church on me. Nothing will stand against the gates of hell can't keep me out because I am a world changer. I mean, Peter had this moment that he had to go back to to say, I wasn't meant to be in this boat. God called me Peter. He called me the rock, and I can't sit here with everybody else I got to step out. I got to step out. No matter what the cost, no matter if I sink, there there might be some things that are against me, but I don't care because I'm Peter. I'm the rock. And when you're going through a storm, you got to go back. You got to think back because the waves will always overpower the things you have in your heart if you let them. But if you go back to the calm moments, when Jesus called you by name, called you for something great, nothing can shake your confidence. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16, says, so we're not giving up. How could we? I love this translation, by the way. Even though on the outside it often looks like things are falling apart on us, on the inside where God is making new life, not a day goes by without his unfolding grace. Look at this perspective, right? Things are crazy on the outside, but on the inside, God is making new life. A day day doesn't go by without his unfolding grace. These hard times are small potatoes. (laughs) I love that. This guy was from Cochranville. uh, These hard times are small potatoes compared to the coming good times, the lavish celebration prepared for us. There's far more here than meets the eye. There's far more here than meets the eye. What you see on the outside isn't all that's going on, just so you know. God's doing something inside of you that no man can see. There's far more here than meets the eye. The things we see now are here today, gone tomorrow, but the things we can't see now will last forever. It's hard enough to walk on water, but nobody told us about the waves. Think about it. He broke the laws by walking on water. And then you add waves to the mix? I need some help with this. I need some help. I need a couple people to help me. Let's go. um, Who do we got? Grace, you want to help me? Come on, Grace. Uh, Matt, can you help me? Awesome. All right, so here's what we do. So this, this represents the part of our life that's a little uncomfortable, okay? This is what God's calling us to. 
got to make some room. She's going to do some flips and stuff. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> so this is, this is what God's calling us to. This is like the walking on water moment in our lives, okay? And this is our destiny of what God wants us to get to, right? This is him bidding us come. Come to me. Come to me. Come to me. So this is a little uneasy, and this is a little things that are a little hard, okay? So why don't you get up down there? I'm glad you're barefoot today. All right, so go ahead and walk to your destiny. Wave. <laughs> Try it again. You got this. You got this. Come on, girl. Training for the circus. I'm so glad I picked you, Grace. This is so much fun. Wave. Oh, snap. That's bad. Okay, so Matt, you're going to be God, and I want you to come here. I want you to stand right here. Stand right here. And when Grace gets up on this uncomfortable part, I want you to grab her arms and steady her. There you go. Wave. 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 See, when God calls you into the uncomfortable, he's right there holding you, and he will never let you drown because he's always going to keep you above water. He's always going to make you soar because you were destined for this. You're destined for this. Thank you. Thank you. Give these guys a big old hand. That's awesome. You are destined for this, and no matter what waves come at you, God's going to put something inside of you that cannot be put out. Cannot be put out. He's going to put a fire inside of you that cannot be put out. He's going to put a vision in you that cannot be undone, can't unsee this stuff. God's going to do it in you, and he's going to be your calm in the midst of the waves. I don't know if you've ever been through some storms, but storms are hard. I know. I've had a storm last couple of weeks. I've had a storm. I understand how hard it is when you're trying to walk on water to have those waves be overwhelming. To think, I don't know if I can make it through this. I don't know if I can make it through this. But when you take on God's understanding, you understand this. You don't look anywhere else for your help. Because when you take on God's understanding, you understand everything else is flawed. God is perfect. In the midst of your storm, your job is flawed. God is perfect. Your husband is is flawed. All right, girls, that's an amen right there. God is perfect. That person who has abused you in the past is flawed, but God is perfect. Those people who abandoned you and caused you to go into the darkest part of your life, they're flawed. But guess what? God is perfect. Jesus is calling your name, and he's going to hold on to you. He's going to hold your hands as you walk on water. He's going to say, you are meant for this. Keep coming. Keep coming. And I love it because God already knows where you're headed, and he's going to lead you. He's not only going to hold you. He's going to lead you and say, right this way. Right this way. You were destined for this. This is your purpose. So what boat are you sitting in that you need to get out of? 
And you need to get your perspective on Jesus. Get your eyes off of those waves. Get your eyes off of the things that could go wrong. The sinking that could happen. Get your eyes off of that and start putting them on Jesus and know that he is the author and finisher of your faith. He has a plan for you, a plan to give you a hope and a future, not to let you die by the wayside. He didn't give you a spirit of timidity, a spirit that's weak and, and pushed over. God gave you a spirit of power and of love and to go into all the nations and to spread this salvation to the ends of the earth. That's what Jesus called you to. That's what Jesus called you to. Woo! The other day, I was driving in my Jeep, and my Jeep is awesome. I love my Jeep. It's like a luxurious off-road car. I don't know if there's such a thing. I love my Jeep, but we were, it was raining real bad, and there was, a little, uh, there was water all over the, the road. And we were driving, we were hydroplaning like crazy. I mean, it was like... What the jazz? Because my Jeep usually is phenomenal. Water and snow, rain, hail, storms. It's awesome. But this day was like bad. Well, I didn't realize that my tires, I got out, my tires were like bald. They're like sand tires, right? It was awesome. I was like, man, I could go on the lake right now, you know, the ducks. Kids, you want to go on the ducks for free? You know, dad's going to take you there. Find the first lake. Be so cool. We had to get new tires. We had to put new tires on. And when we got on those tires, guess what my Jeep went back to? Being perfect. Going through water, no problem. Going through snow, no problem. Because I had the right equipment. I had the right tires on. I had the right tires for the tread and the pathway that I was going to take. Let me tell you, sometimes God needs to renew your mind. He needs to transform your thinking by the renewing of your mind. Because sometimes we put on the silliest thoughts. Sometimes we take on the silliest mindsets and we stay there. And we hit the first puddle and it's like, whoa, what was that? And the, the littlest things are the biggest things to us because we're not prepared. We're not ready. We don't have the right mindset. We have our understanding on. And as long as you have your own understanding on, guess what? You're human. You're flawed. We're flawed big time. I'm the biggest idiot I know. I really am. And that's why every day I come to God, I'm like, God, really? You want to use me? Do you understand who I am? So I do video work. And I'm doing video work for some crazy people sometimes. And I'm standing in the room with these people, you know, that have huge influence. I'm thinking, God, you want to use me? I didn't go to school for film. I don't have no education in it. You know what I have? God creativity. That's what I have. I got some heart to put into that. I got some, I got some whatever I got inside of me I want to put in it. But I'm an idiot. But in the middle of my idiocy, that work? In the middle of my idiocy, God's going to come in and use this idiot to change the world. And God's going to use you to change the world. He wants to get you out of that boat. You've been sitting there for too long, and there's a lot of people around you that are saying, hey, no, 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 you don't need to do that. That's crazy. What are you talking about, quitting your job and going and doing something crazy for Jesus? <laughs> what are you talking about? Come on. That's insane. 
what those mind those thoughts don't even make sense you can't walk on water are you crazy you're gonna sink you are gonna sink right as you hit that water i know believe me i know the laws of physics i get it and you got some people around you that are speaking that into you but you know what when god says go you better get out of that boat and you better run better not just get up slowly and say well someday when i get educated i will go under a water and walk towards jesus no you need to get out now you need to go now you need to listen to his voice now and as long as the door is open you need to walk right through because you know what the bible says the bible says he's given you the keys to the kingdom wherever you go there's no door that can keep you out no door that man can say it's shut i'm sorry you're not allowed through you're a christian Nah, that's not right that's not right you got the keys to the kingdom god's given them to you so that you could have the power and authority to walk into a room and say i own this place I own this atmosphere. I own this destiny. I own it because God gave me the authority to walk in and own this place and change it for Jesus Christ. Come on, give him a praise. Come on, give him a shout. Give him a shout of praise. One more thing. We got like four minutes. That's good. One more thing. So there is a man in history, Hernan Cortez. He wanted to take over Mexico. There had been a lot of missions to Mexico to try to take it over, and everyone had failed. But Hernan had something inside him and said, I will not be done like this. I'm going to be a conqueror. So he took a ship of people, took the men out there to Mexico. When they got on shore, it was says that Hernando Cortez told them, burn the ships. Can you imagine those orders? Do, uh, do what? That's our exit strategy. Exactly. Burn the ships because we're not stopping until this land is conquered. We either do it or we die trying. There's no going back. Burn the ships. And for you, you need to burn your exit strategy. You need to take that boat that you've been sitting in and you need to burn it. Burn that thing to the ground. No going back. There's no going back. Once you make that decision to follow Jesus and go out on the water, it's time to burn the ship, burn the boat. There's no going back. God has called you forward. He's called you to march. He's called you to take land. He didn't call you to sit and soak and wait. He called you to run, to go after his promises and to take back this land for Jesus Christ. So whatever boat you got today, we're going to burn the ships, okay? Is that cool? Is that cool? Come on, come on. If God is calling you to step out of the boat, I want you to stand your feet. God's calling you. Only if God's calling you. Come on, stand your feet. Lift both hands up and surrender and say, Jesus, I'm here. I'm going for it. I'm going for it. I'm going to step out. I'm going to step out. Come on. Come on. Lift it up. Lift it up. Jesus, I'm here. Jesus, I'm ready. Take me there, God. Take me there, God. Stretch me. Form me. Make me for this. You've called me for this. Woo! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Come on, if that's you, I just want you to join me down here. Join me down here. You want to step out of the boat. Come on, come on, come on, come on. You're a new breed. You're a new breed. Come on. Join me, join me, join me. Awesome, awesome. Come on. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on, come on. God's calling you. He's saying, come, 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 come. Come on. I've destined you for this. I've destined you for this. Come on. Come on. Come on. Woo! 
Lift both hands up. Lift both hands up and surrender. Come on, give it all to him right now. Give it all to him in your own words. Say, Jesus, I'm here. I'm ready to walk on water. God, it's scary. God, it, it freaks me out. It keeps me up at night. But God, you've destined me for this. You've destined me for this. Destined me for this moment. I will go. 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 I will walk on water. I will walk on water. Woo! I will walk on water. God, I will go. I will go. I will go. I will go. Don't hold him back. Don't sit in here no more. God, I'm going. I'm going. I'm walking. I'm walking. Woo! All right. Awesome. First step, check. Good. We're out of the boat because this is a little weird, right? You're out of the boat. Now it's time to burn the ships. So here's where the transforming happens. This is the hardest part. And actually, let me just be real honest with you. Here's a disclaimer. You're going to have to burn the ships every day. Because in our humanist, we rebuild the ships. We take the time that we're supposed to be conquering God's mission and we start rebuilding the ships. Well, I don't know. I'm not real sure. I gotta have all my options ready just in case. And you start wasting time. You start wasting time. So every day when you get up, you need to say, Jesus, by the way, I'm all in. I'm all in. There are no ships to return to. There are no things to go and run to. I'm all in. This is gonna happen daily. You have to get up every day. Say, Jesus, I'm here again. I'm here again to walk on water. Whatever you are calling me to, let me walk on water. So here's what we're gonna do. I just want you to pray in your own way, in your own way. Say, Jesus, help me. God, you know my fears. You know when it's uncertain, I get a little weird. But you know that, you put that there. You put that uncertainty, you put that fear inside of me for a reason, so I trust you. Come on, start to lift it up to him. Say, Jesus, you know me. You know me. You know what's gonna hold me back. You know my doubts. You know the things that make me tick. You know the things that are gonna make me sink. But God, today, start to transform my mind by the renewing of my mind. Start to renew it with new thoughts. New thoughts of boldness and courageousness. New thoughts to trust in you no matter what. New thoughts to put my hope into your plan for my life. Come on, start to do that. Start to do that. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Renew our mind, God. Renew our mind, God. Yeah, renew our mind. Hey, oh, yeah. Oh, oh. He's renewing you. He's renewing you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh. Hallelujah. Well, I am so excited to see what God's going to do in this city. Because if he gets some people awake at night, 
crying their eyes out because they're broken for this mission that he put on their heart. God can use that. He can use that because you know how many people are going to watch you walk on water and are going to be pushed because you walked on water? And they're going to say, man, I don't know what's inside of you, but I want it inside of me because I'm living in fear. But man, look at you. Look at you walking on water. But guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? It takes one to start it. It takes one to start it. It takes one to start it. It takes you to start it. Let's pray. God, we love you. Pray that you set this in our hearts. Don't let any man take it away. Don't let anything distract it. But Jesus, we pray that you would call us onto the waters and keep our eyes on you. Let us not look at the waves. Let us not look at the things that will make us sink. But God, instead, let us look into your eyes where we find peace, we find joy, and we find strength that is beyond our understanding. Because you have put inside of us everything that you're calling out of us. So God, we thank you for that. And we pray that we would burn the ships. We would not go back to the other mindset of doing nothing, but we would go into this new future, this new destiny to go forward and do what you've called us to. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. All right, one more time. Come on, lift up your hands. Let's shout praise to Jesus. Come on, lift it up. Lift it up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. All right, it's time to go change the world. Peace out. Love you guys.